The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of DFS Today, presented by Hoopball. I am your host, David Menkov, on this wonderful evening. Um, getting ready to talk about the one-game showdown between the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors on Friday, May 21st. Another play-in tournament game, an elimination game at that. Um, I am running this out solo. Um, so for all the listeners out there, um, hopefully you won't get too sick of my voice after the end of this. Um, so without further ado, let's dive into the all-important um, eight-seeding game as the Memphis Grizzlies travel to take on the Golden State Warriors. The Grizzlies, of course, are coming off a nice victory in their last one, while the Warriors are really trying to trying to stave off elimination, and we all know that the Warriors are motivated, and so are the Grizzlies, so this should come down to an absolute duel. Um, as far as injuries are concerned on the Warriors' side, um, we know Kelly Oubre Jr. is out, James Weissman is also out, and Damian Lee is questionable for this one. On the Grizzly side, there are no significant injuries to report. They're actually relatively healthy for this matchup. So I think this is one of the more exciting um, elimination type of games, and we should be in line for a, a high-scoring affair based on what the line says. And the line's currently at 226.5 with the Warriors favored by 3.5 points as well. So... That being said, this is going to be an interesting game um, on multiple levels. Uh, we're looking at a Warriors team that you know had a heartbroken game against LeBron. LeBron put up an absolute prayer that went in, and um, as as everyone knows in this new playoff format, um, that spelled the Warriors into this into this winner go home scenario. So. Um, looking at some of the, the captain picks, it's really hard to not go straight to Steph Curry. Stephen Curry is definitely the alpha, um, the omega, and everything above for the Golden State Warriors. Um, a relatively quiet performance in his last one against the Lakers, where he put up 37.7 rebounds and 3 assists to the tune of 50 fantasy points. I think this is one of the more locks for any captain picks. Um, he's going to probably have significant ownership in the 60, 70, maybe even 80% range in that captain spot. And for good reason. He can do it all on the court. Um, this this is a type of opportunity, elimination type of format. I think he's going to go off potentially. He has the, obviously the potential to go off for 50, 55 points, real life points in this one just given the importance of this game um, and just given his hunger to bring the Warriors to the playoffs. So I think he's as good as any as a captain pick. However, um, there are some additional picks you can definitely look at. Um, looking at the Grizzly side of the ball, that could be a nice contrarian play, but also will um, give you the opportunity to utilize your budget a little bit more um, when you're looking to fill out the utility spot. So Jonas Valanciunas is a great candidate. He's 
priced as the highest uh, priced player on the Grizzlies in the captain spot at 15,000 versus Steph Curry, who's 17,100. So right there, you have a little over 2,000 in savings that you can utilize towards Jonas. And Jonas is coming off um, a season-high 23 rebounds and 23 points to go along with it and three blocks to the tune of 60 fantasy points. So given the last game and given the fact that the Warriors just don't have a lot of inside presence right now with James Weissman out, uh, Kevon Looney is, a, is an okay defender, but Jonas should absolutely eat early and often in this game. Um, I think that this is a great opportunity for him to put up another monster type of double-double. Um, I think this is to be a great chance to, to play him, and you'll get Jonas at lower ownership, um, significantly lower ownership. So that could really help um, everyone listening who's trying to enter in a bunch of tournament lineups. Uh, I think Jonas is, is a fantastic pick. Um, but if you are going with Steph Curry, um, some of the guys that you can really help build around Steph um, a lot of them are on the Warriors. Just they're just priced too good at this point. Uh, starting with um, Jordan Poole, who's been getting some significant minutes now. Um, he's starting to get more and more confident. Coming off a relatively quiet performance against the Lakers, where he only had 16 fantasy points, but we've seen Jordan Poole start to get a little more confidence, especially when Steph Curry rested a few nights ago against the Pelicans, he went off 55 fantasy points. Now, I do not expect that kind of performance by any means, but Jordan Poole should be absolutely considered in your lineups. And at 5,400 in salary, uh, that's a fantastic value option. The other guys I'm looking at are Juan Toscano Anderson, who recently just signed his contract, coming off a nice little 20-point fantasy effort. Um, again, not one of his best performances, but we've seen We've seen it throughout the season where if he gets enough minutes and if he's getting minutes at the high 20s, low 30s, Toscano Anderson should have no problem lighting up the scoreboard. So I think Juan Toscano is a great, great pick. Um, and a guy, again, 5,800. You're looking for guys when you're looking at the utility spot, especially in these showdown lineups. You're looking for guys that can do a little bit of everything and that can provide that, that low tier value. Um, and that's exactly what Toscano brings here. Um, the other guy I'm looking at is probably going to be Ken Bazemore, uh, 6200. You know, again, price to move um, in that in that range of, of high 5,000, low 6K range. Uh, Ken Bazemore, another guy that when he gets opportunities, he can get steals, he can get blocks. Coming off a five steal game, in fact, against the Lakers in only 25 minutes. So you know that he can do a little bit of everything, and he does not need to necessarily score. And for we're talking DFS, as, as all our listeners know, you need to find guys that can get you those additional value points, especially on DraftKings, where we know that these uh, these ancillary numbers are extremely important. You know, steals and blocks are worth two bucks a point, um, two points. Uh, sorry, two points each. And that's exactly why a guy like Ken Bazemore it should be considered and considered very often into your lineups. Um, he's definitely going to be a guy that you can throw in there pretty confidently. And then the other guy I'm looking at is Andrew Wiggins, 8,200. Coming off a pretty solid 29-point fantasy effort against the Lakers. Uh, a guy that we've seen, uh, if he gets confidence, if he starts shooting well, 
um, he has the opportunity to go off. Um, and we saw it, especially in the game against Phoenix a few nights ago, where he went off for 38 points and 53 fantasy points. So we know that Andrew Wiggins is a guy that is a number two scoring option right now on the Warriors, especially with Kelly Rupert Jr. out. Andrew Wiggins should have no problem getting as many shot attempts as you want. He put up 18 shot attempts against the Lakers. I expect a similar type of field goal out, field goal outing uh, from him as well. So I, I think he's a great, great pick. Um, and I'm going to be looking at him considerably in lineups. Jaron Jackson Jr. is the only guy I'm really looking at besides Jonas Valanciunas on, on the Grizzlies. And I'll tell you why, because he's a guy that he hasn't really been able to unleash his full potential since coming back from injury. Um, he put up 26 fantasy points in the elimination game against the Spurs a couple of nights ago. And I like Jaron Jackson. I think with his block steals opportunity and with the ability that to get some points, um, potentially get double-digit double rebounds, which we know it's not one of the strong points in his game, but it's certainly an area which I think he can improve on. Um, and against the Grizzlies, there will, be, there will be plenty of rebounds to be had. Um, and if Valanciunas is on the bench for whatever reason, Jaron Jackson Jr. should pick up the slack pretty easily, uh, as a matter of fact. So he's a great pickup. Um, there are other guys you can look at on the Memphis Grizzlies side, which, again, I'm not going to fault anyone from looking for looking in that direction. You know, it's all about finding guys when you're building these lineups in the showdown slates that are not necessarily going to be 80% owned or 70% owned. Um, and that's where you start going into some of the additional pieces on the Grizzlies um, that might get overlooked. Like Dylan Brooks, who is having a pretty fine stretch of games um, by his standards and by any standards, uh, where in the last game against the Spurs, he put up 43 fantasy points. Uh, and his salary did not go up. So it was 7,600 in that game. It's 7,600 again in this game. Um, the game before that, against this very same Warriors team, he put up 30 fantasy points in the game before that. He put up 49. So he's starting to get a little more consistent. We're still starting to see that um, that scoring effort and the and the ability to, to light up the scoreboard and be that number one scoring option on the Memphis side. Uh, and they're going to need every every ounce of his scoring ability in order to compete in this one against the Warriors. So I think Dylan Brooks is fantastic little play as well. Um, you can also consider him for the captain spot, 11,400, but you know, th that's definitely more of a, a high risk, uh, high reward type of situation there. So I'm not going to have too many shares in the captain spot for him. Um, there are other guys you can really look at. I mean, John Morant is always someone that people consider in lineups, but looking at his last five games at a salary of 9,400, um, regular in the utility spot and at four to 14,100, I don't think he's necessarily going to be worth it in this battle. Uh, it's going to be a great, uh, battle between guards between him and Steph Curry. Uh, it's just going to be very tough because I think he's going to have to really, um, increase his efficiency from, from the field in his last couple of games. He has, he's barely been able to graze the 40% from the field mark. So he needs to pick that up. He's a guy that we've seen, uh, can flirt with triple doubles, um, and a guy that, you know, is probably, again, going to be a little bit lower owned than, than other guys on the Warrior side. So I love John Moran in this one. Um, he's probably going to be, again, more of a tournament play, just given his price tag uh, being the third most expensive captain pick 
in general. Um, the other guys that we can really look at um, or, or take some look at are, are Draymond Green, 8,800 uh, as a captain pick. You know, we've seen it uh, a few nights ago against the Suns. He put up a whopping 52 fantasy points. We've seen it earlier, early on in May. He was putting up 60 fantasy points in some games. So he's a guy that is not does not shy away from him the spotlight. Uh, and a guy that's currently announced also, as a side note, as one of the finalists for Defensive Player of the Year. So we know he's going to bring the defensive stats. And in the last game against the Lakers, he put up three steals and three blocks. Just another ho-hum effort by Mr. Green, um, Mr. Draymond. And, you know, it's it's quite an interesting uh, path we can take with Draymond because you can probably fit him in to regular lineups um, as an additional piece, even if you have Steph Curry. Uh, and that might actually be uh, a pretty strong play um, just to be able to, to squeeze them both into lineups, which you can because he's only priced at 8800 um, as a utility play, which is why he's definitely going to be in consideration. Um, I'm not going to have too much interest in some of the other smaller pieces like Kevon Looney, despite an, a 13-rebound, two-block effort against the Lakers. I just don't foresee a similar type of outing um, against the Grizzlies. I think they, the Grizzlies just have too much size and too many skilled big men down low where Kevon Looney's just not going to make as much of an impact in this game. Um, so I'm not going to be looking at him too much, even though his, his salary is very much um, swallowable at 4600 I just don't see that he's going to have too much of an impact here. Uh, and then also, when we're considering guys, um, you know, you might be tempted to go Grayson Allen or Desmond Bain. It's just, it's really hard to, to go in that, those directions just because these guys just don't get consistent playing time. They're all potential guards that can go off at any game. I just don't foresee this type of game, um, this type of playoff atmosphere, uh, win or go home atmosphere. I just don't see either of them being too much in play uh, in this game. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, just given the high scoring total I mentioned before, and the fact that the Warriors are three and a half point favorites, um, this should be an absolute um, another one of those definitely um, games to remember. Uh, and I think it, it's going to come down to the wire again. Um, and like I said, we're definitely going to be looking at a heavy, heavy build into Steph Curry as a captain. And then um, definitely there are some uh, some pieces which I mentioned we can definitely look at building around. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, I know that it's it's short and sweet, but that's that's just the name of the game in during this these play-in formats, um, and it's very exciting. It's a very exciting brand of basketball, and I think as fans, we're in for a treat in this one as well. Um, regardless of who wins, um, it's going to be a very interesting playoff this year. Um, and these play-in tournament games um, are definitely an opportunity to to get some casual fans as well uh, involved. And from a DFS perspective, this is the perfect time to, to jump into DFS. Anyone who, who's been on the fence about jumping in, this these are the type of games that, that are just going to be a great way to, to get your feet wet into the DFS game. Um, so I hope everyone can can do that. Awesome. Uh, and with that said, I just, just wanted to just wrap up and say that it's, it's always a pleasure hopping on um, and, and jumping and going through these games. Uh, this is going to be a fantastic little card 
Um, as I mentioned, this game is going to start at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which I don't know if I mentioned earlier on the pod, and if I didn't, apologies. Um, I'd like to thank Manscaped, as always, one of our sponsors, um, as well as uh, my bookie as well. Um, always uh, looking at, at, at those two as, as great, great additions. Um, definitely consider those um, to our listeners as well. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at dmank33. Um, and I hope everyone is successful and takes down some big tournaments. All right, everyone. Take care. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.